Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's going to ask you to pull around to the second window, please. Yeah. <laughs> is that kind of podcast? Uh, it's me, your host, Matt Doimo, with... Nathan Smezrud. Uh, hold, currently holding a dog and wearing a brewer's hat, we have our crazy Uncle Third Mike. It's uh, Joe Cocosello, Joe and Momo. Joe, Just Joe, out. It's the Joe Mo Show. <laughs> Making us sound oh so pretty with his axe in the background, we've got... Hey, it's me, Jalen Russell, level three health elf paladin. <laughs> I haven't I haven't commented on your height for a while now. Oh, okay. I, I, thought, I, I was trying to be good about that, and then was, you just bring it just right back. You to the rush. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, you know what, Matt's gonna. He hasn't done it for a while. I got it. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta make a Hobbit joke in here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> was that what you are now? Is that is that what you associate as in in the D and D world? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually an orc samurai. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Sub yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our awful history for the week. Uh, uh, I didn't know that orc samurais were a thing. Yeah. So we uh, awful history made Bubble, yet bang, again. Boom. <laughs> That's unimaginable. <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, and you guys, uh, on this week's episode, uh, we have a very funny comic as a dry bar special that you should check out. Uh, hilarious Twin Cities based comic. We have Tommy Ryman on the show welcome tommy thanks for having hey. me hey. it's good to be tommy. here this is well, wild <laughs> real already stuff. out of control there's there's orc samurais we're all wearing hats nuts yeah this is just great <laughs> <laughs> well this is the awful service podcast tommy this is a podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories that happen there within uh the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume Show us your resume! Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right to open fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former job's filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume! Mr. Rogers and the make-believe friends with the resume theme song. That's a record. Uh, it's, that's the fastest we've ever got to the fucking it's your resume. Like, show us your resume. More awful history is yeah. made. It's outrageous. Every day. Have we use that one yet? I've I've started outrageous. a list no. of synonyms <laughs> for impossible. Fair enough. I've only got four. I was lazy. But I don't I was, have a uh, thesaurus behind you. I've been making no no no. It's mostly Chomsky and uh <laughs> Kerouac. Judd Apatow's in there. Um <laughs> so uh dude, I is anybody else uh I've been so I've been making summery drinks. I do that during the winter to remind my brain to like my taste buds are like, oh hey, we're you got to stay in, you know, in in in, uh, in beach. Summer's around the weather. corner, man. Summer weather, yeah. You got to keep stay, your like stay, in that stay summer on the bike. mindset, right? And uh, so I was making a big batch of, uh, and I, I I was singing. I couldn't stop singing. Show us your lemonade. I, I, I don't know why. It was all day. 
All right. Well, Tommy, <laughs> um, this is the resume section of the podcast is when you get to talk about uh, some of your jobs and you can start wherever you want. You don't have to list them all, but you know. Well, I only had one uh, job pretty much from 1999 to 2014. I worked for Barnes and Noble oh. and uh, all through high school and college. So my resume, I was 16 and I misspelled lawnmower, but they still <laughs> hired me at Barnes and Noble. And then I dyed my hair color and they put me in the music department and then I transferred to another Barnes and Noble. So I worked, I rang up Josh Hartnett at two different Barnes and Nobles. That's Did my you story. You're like, Hey, this First, is weird. He yeah, was his, the one that recognized you. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it looks like our careers are both going up. Cause uh, I transferred stores and you're doing another, you're doing a TV show now. Good job. Buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> the second time he wasn't asking for a resume. No, well, like it's he, online now, Josh Hartnett. But my wife, who I met at the bookstore, she got to ring up Prince. And I was like, oh, I'll trade you all my Josh Hartnett's for one Prince <laughs> ring up. I got robbed. She didn't even appreciate it. Like, it's so not what, what fair. What did Prince get? Did she even know? Uh, magazines. He would come into the Calhoun Barnes Noble and get music magazines. And his handler would, like, throw down the credit card and stuff. He would just kind of stand there. So. <laughs> Sounds just amazing. Thumbing I, through Guitar World. Yeah. So Tommy, after 15 years at the Barnes and Noble, did they was that like uh, when a basketball player retires, they like hung up your apron? Well, they give you a pin. I got a 15 year pin, and then they're like, you can you could wear that, or you could shoot it through your brain if you want to do it. Did you say pension or did you say pin? Pin. pin. A little pin, pin, not pension. Pin. Okay, pin. that's what I thought. I wanted just wanted to make sure. Yeah, Barnes and Noble, you would get five, ten, and a 15 year pin, and then I then I left after that. Did it was there have any, any kind of like after 15? Gemstone in it or? Yeah, I'm sure there is, but yeah. I got out of the game. I was like, books are dying. This yeah. is... you, were, you were like, what's his face? On, uh... I was like, stand-up comedy is where it's safe. Right. Like, this <laughs> right. You'll never be out of art. a job if you're a yeah. stand-up comic. I was like, there's nothing that could bring down stand-up comedy. Live entertainment will be around for, oh, COVID. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 2015 you're like nothing's gonna happen in five years that's gonna drastically change anything no yeah nothing could take out gig economy right <laughs> <laughs> They're the last stable economy <laughs> yeah hey where were you when the comedy bubble burst oh no you just gave us all the sad show <laughs> oh shut up dude you were never gonna make it it never <laughs> died <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> So, Everyone's uh, just on sabbatical. Everyone's oh yeah, dude. learning right. about themselves. They're going to come back with those hot hours. Oh, it's going to yep. be good. Dude. Oh, yeah. And none of it's going to be nothing's, Yeah, nothing's going to be about, yeah, just sitting in your apartment. Oh, man. It's going to be all interesting. Super factual. What, what people were Googling and watching. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be so boring. The fresh uh, I really hope that... I'm I'm really hoping uh, that when we come out of it, because I'm, am I the only single one here? Like it's Nate, you know, like it's the it, it, we like. Uh, I'm really hoping that it's just, it's just Bang City. It's like the fucking yeah. '70s. It's like you know, bra burning, free love everywhere. Just somebody bang just me, rocking like, all as soon as things open up. Yeah, just I, a Roman orgy. Yes. Somehow there's quaaludes again. Dude, I've been date? thinking about this. I like because I've been watching a lot of westerns. If we're gonna be, if we're gonna bring back sex workers, let's put it in the bars, bro. Let's <laughs> back with the old western bars. You had the saloon, and then you had the upstairs where the fucking broads were. 
And you tell you go, you bought them a couple of drinks downstairs. They saw you had a couple of good hands of poker. You know, you're really racking in that money. So now they're like, hey, let's. You just want old timey brothels? Sweet, bro. Like with those big dresses, <laughs> it takes 20 minutes to get the dress off. You only have five minutes. Hey, time's up. You only have, yeah, you have 10 minutes to really quick. <laughs> Joe's getting turned on by petticoats. I feel like Joe would just be excited about his cowboy outfit the whole time. Like he'd Dude, be, I got like, a hat like, ah, Look at these jacks. Oh, my gosh. Ah. She's like, Joe, do you want? Like, no, look at this. Look at this. They gave me a gun. I got a little. Ah, yeah, yeah. Look at these. I love when the guest does the impersonation of Cocazella before we even have to bring it up. Because Tommy stumbled on a, on a secret a secret segment we have on the podcast called Dueling Cocazellas, where we now, offer a chance. Matt, technically, you stumbled upon a secret of friends of mine that I've known for years. Yeah, Secret they all have is, one. Yeah, everyone has an like it's <laughs> like everyone's got a walk in. Everyone's got a, a, a Cocazello. It's it, it it's not always positive, but they've got one. No, ever how can Yours they not is, be positive? Oh, uh, there's sometimes they muppet my arms up a little bit. I don't have muppet <laughs> arms. I always do fucking muppet <laughs> arms. Ah, yeah. Just... They I get a lot. I've been getting a lot of varmint references lately. Really? Yeah. I just yeah. channel really sunshine. Weird. I got like whack-a-mole. And what was some other ones, Matt? Uh, like, groundhog. I, yeah, it's or prairie dog. Prairie dog is prairie dog. Oh, I wish I uh, raccoon, squirrel. It's not like terrible ones, but it's not like you know varmints aren't on you know top of the food chain. That's it's like the endearing. thing that, that just hey, gets you're eaten lucky. by everything. Nobody does me in this town. They don't care. They're just like, yeah, he's got a weird nasally voice. I don't. know. Nobody can do. It's. See, but that's the thing. Nobody can do Tommy Ryman. I know. Like, everybody everybody makes a stab at a Cocazello. <laughs> they, like, stay away from yours out of respect. <laughs> you don't get much fucking people saying you look like a varmint either, do they? Oh, I get that a lot. Oh, you do? I get okay. serial all right. killer all the time. They're like, oh, Tommy <laughs> looks like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> if you're standing too close to them in, like, a Starbucks line, they're like, dude, can, I don't know. He's a fucking serial killer. He's got to be. They write it on your Starbucks cup, serial killer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, a double latte, a uh, skim for for murderer. Murderer? <laughs> mass murder. Do we have a mass murder? <laughs> so you're working for Barnes and Noble, Tommy. Uh, did you ever have any of like the the celebrity book signings at any of your stores? I did at the at the Galleria. Uh, there was a lot of uh, celebrity signings. So uh, Ralph Nader was one, mm. and he ate two bowls of soup and that impressed me <laughs> i was like this guy loves seatbelts and he is just sucking down soup uh we Did had to go back for the second bowl or was that like part of the nader? two in a row man he just ordered two bowls of soup like okay. he, so back. Part like, of he the was nader, like he uh, knew he knew he was like before i do these barnes and noble book signs i need this minestrone or whatever chicken noodle he was eating and uh, what are those clauses where a celebrity has in a their rider yes in his rider? It, it wasn't in their right in 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 Nader's rider that it was like you just had a shit ton of minestrone soup in the green room I bet his rider just said like meal or something maybe or I don't know but I don't think they <laughs> make had it riders. second soup was it the like same soup like two bowls of the same yep, soup two or of the did same he switch soup. it up okay. no nope, it was two two same soups and then the other signing uh Al Franken was doing a signing once and I was working and uh, I had to go to the bathroom and then all of a sudden I was walking next to Al Franken and Al Franken and I peed next to each other so that was a Ooh. pretty cool moment that's and, way uh, better than I peed next to Kevin Sorbo. 
that shit. Oh, heal. Hercules. Yeah, yeah I pretty much Hercules. Probably like, so oh, conservative, conservative. God's not dead, Joe. <laughs> Is he a flat earther? No, he's a, but he's a, he's definitely like a, a pop, apocalyptica. Uh, he's Christian. a wackadoo, right? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, he's on the Dean Kane Scott Bayo train. Oh, ah. weird. I gotta take down my signed "Call the Conqueror" poster. <laughs> 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 or you're keeping it up ironically. You laugh like it's not true. <laughs> no, I've but seen it. <laughs> it's there. The other signing I was part of was Jimmy Carter. I got to meet Jimmy Carter. That's oh. pretty cool. Uh, and that was neat. And he signed the book, and and then I got to kind of meet him towards the end of the day. And then and, you uh, built the house. Did he eat? <laughs> I didn't see Jimmy Carter eat soup, but I uh, was in the outside, and like Secret Service was around by the. Uh, yeah, it was weird to they like ate they were, like surrounding soup. the mall. They ate so much soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how little they need to protect Jimmy Carter. They're like, we're just gonna eat soup. He's good. He'll be fine. Like everyone likes him. He's a thousand years old. He like goes off sometimes and builds some houses, and then he yeah. always comes back. Yeah, he comes back. About to say he built the house that Tommy's in right now. He just yeah, he another round so of soup. Yes, Jimmy. I got two of his signed poetry books, and he's like, let me get over to the Richfield and pop you up a little five bedroom. Yeah, what do you need? <laughs> you need a. <laughs> Just Jimmy, I still that still amazes me to this day. He's like ninety six and he's still just building houses. He's up there on the roof. Yeah, he's great with a nail gun. Yep. (laughs) We're gonna eventually have to take away Jimmy Carter's nail gun. He's eventually gonna get too old to use the nail gun, and it's like, oh no, Jimmy, you got it. Here's a hammer. You just get this little hammer and go 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 tap in some nails. Fisher Price plastic ones. Yeah. (laughs) It's a retirement hammer, Jimmy. Uh, it's like, or it's like one of those big. Uh, no, it's like the big scissors that they use as an at the openings. So it's like, <laughs> like he can't even hold it. It's just oh, framed on his wall, yes. his library. When you had Frank, and was that uh, before or after he was a senator? Before. Or during, rather, before? This was when he was writing like Rush Limbaugh's a big fat idiot or one of those. The earlier when he was just lies and the lying liars to tell them. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, this is pre-senator. Okay. Oh, Franken. Nice. But oh, see, we're getting. I like when we get political on this podcast. Well, Nader ate a ton of soup. Yep. <laughs> Jimmy Carter did not eat soup at all. Nope. No. Nope. And uh, and Al Franken, uh, like he grabbed he some soup. Restroom break. But the so soup he probably... wanted to be grabbed. He drank soup yeah. in private. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other. Brian Froud did a signing, and he was the baby in Labyrinth. Uh, I think. He was, or or his son. I can't remember. I know the baby of Labyrinth had grown up, wrote a a book. Was that it? Was they, that was the only thing that they were in? Was the baby in Labyrinth? Or were they? I'm pretty sure, because then he got into like, uh, uh, like puppetry and stuff, like like whatever. uh, Oh, like the Jim Henson stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because he was part of that. So I hope I'm getting out of the net. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Brian Froud. And he then, actually got into baby directing after that for a little while. Yeah, he was like David Bowie held me and uh, <laughs> I absorbed his power. Toby Froud, the uh, the baby, right? Am I Toby? Okay, Froud. yeah, it looks like he's in oh, the Toby. Years. Toby. That was the, so. Maybe Brian Froud is his is his. Okay, Toby was Brian Froud's son. So Brian Froud was the author, and and his son was the baby in Labyrinth. That oh, because he was, was so he was already working on. 
puppetry okay. and stuff, and they used his baby. Yes, to hang out with David it. Bowie. Yes. So who came to do the signing? Was it the baby or Brian? Was it the dad? So it was the dad. So he must okay. have been like, "Yeah, my son was the baby Lambert." Like, like, Why isn't he person. here? What are we doing looking at you? We're yeah. talking to the baby from a labyrinth. Right? <laughs> you're just the dad. And then they're Get like, the "Tommy, you're a, you're a coworker. You can't yell at the people doing signing." I was like, "I yelled at Nerd Nader for eating soup. He wanted my <laughs> third bowl, and I said, you're out of control. You got to get out there and sign those books and tell people to wear their seatbelts, Nader." Get out there. That was my job at Barnes and Noble. I would yell at there. all the authors about to sign. Just you know, be like, "This isn't about you. This is about the people <laughs> that have come to Barnes and Noble and they want signatures on books. These are all going to be turned into eBooks later, anyways. This is going to be useless." They're like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "I know about the future." I was like, "Buy masks, Dogecoin." I got excited. I was like, "GameStop, GameStop, Barnes and Noble is their own GameStop." <laughs> Barnes and Noble failed. Mm-hmm. That's actually probably going to be the next stock that they go after would be Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble stock is private now, actually. You can invest in Barnes & Noble education, but you oh. can no longer. Barnes & Noble went private, and I Barnes sold all my Barnes & Noble stock many years ago. They have charter schools? They do um, college publishing. They actually do. Ah. You get in there, I'm sure Amazon's going to buy them eventually, so have a little... Uh, bump i don't know i don't know about we're, we're getting some sweet stock books. information today yeah yeah are we getting uh tommy how much doge this, coin uh, do you have i have no doge coin no i have no game stuff everybody looks at me like when i do shows like that guy made tons of money on on uh on gamestop and doge coin look at this guy he's probably gonna buy so many more snakes are you in <laughs> are you into the stock market <laughs> oh man i mean i've got my i've got i've got a uh a Roth IRA or whatever, because I when I left Barnes right. and Noble, I transferred my 401k, and now I have an IRA. You I turned in, in your there. pins. Yeah, I put in that. They melted down my pins. <laughs> and then, he actually yeah, invested put, uh, in the Irish Republican Army. You guys, he's you yep. know one Ireland. Is, yep. You know, it, it's yep. thousands of risky move because they've they've had peacetime for about twenty years. But yeah, dude, no, but that Roth guy is really gonna fuck shit up. He's gonna mm-hmm. really get in there yeah. and turn Ireland on its head. <laughs> yeah. No, I mostly bought all the Ralph Nader signed books, so I sell those on eBay. <laughs> My retirement plan. Just waiting for him to die. Yep. Got that Nader money coming. <laughs> so if anyone wants a signed Ralph Nader book, you could go to NaderLovesSoup.com. Dot com. Yeah. Dot, oh, you, dot you got the dot com? You didn't have to get the dot net? Oh, it's dot edu. I'm oh, sorry. Dot edu. Yeah. Uh, dude, I bet you Nader Loves Soup is open. We could probably get that, Tommy, for like a dollar. That's <laughs> probably true. Jalen, check it out. Do you think and we could sell this story to TMZ? Like mm-hmm. the soup, like just how, and then they find out he just had a horrible soup addiction. Like just, just a soup up, maniac. We just make up like this website that's all about Nader how much Ralph soup. Nader loves soups. And we just put on different recipes and say how much Ralph Nader loves them. And we have like a little, <laughs> you know, like it's, like it's like a scale of how many bowls did Nader go oh, back for. Yeah. This is a four bowler. He went That's back a- for four bowls of this fucking. It's good chili, bro. This this Here's chicken wild rice. This Whoa. chicken wild rice is why W got elected. Yeah, is, dude. This is <laughs> is chili a soup though, or is oh, it see, a now we can have a whole, This is like a rabbit hole, and now we can chili's a see, This is why. It, Tommy, we start this website, and then that's when it goes viral. Is when we have the chili, the chili the, debate. Yeah, the the Nader loves chili and still calls it Nader thinks chili soup. is soup, and people just go fucking ape shit. <laughs> But it, it's got it because if you went to Barnes and Noble, you'd be like, oh, what's the soup today? Sometimes it would be chili, but sometimes you look at menus and there's like soups and then chili's like a separate 
think. Mm-hmm. It depends what restaurant in their level of chili seriousness. Some people just, ah, just fucking put chili it in the soup. We don't give a shit. I get it. I love chili, though. This is the perfect mm, weather for too. chili. This and is chili season right now. And some people don't understand chili. Some people think chili's a soup. And then some people think chili's not a soup. And then there's like a whole thing about that. And they're like, well, maybe we argue about something more important. I think nah. I think no, it's a pretty on, important argument. Yeah. <laughs> like it, I want. it depends on how many alarm the chili is. Is it one alarm or five? We you know there's a scale here. We you know there we can figure this out. Have you ever heard of one alarm chili? No, isn't it? There's I just hear like five alarm. They that's what they always talk. They never talk about the lower than five alarms. Of yeah, chili. where's where's the two point five alarm chili? I think, yeah, I think it just starts at a three alarm and goes up from there, right? And then it doesn't go to a six. Five is the highest of the alarms. Yeah. I think so. I'm not. I'm not and quite why sure. Are firemen, like all of a sudden, <laughs> the experts on chili and alarms and alarms. There's a two alarm chili. There is. Mm-hmm. Damn. But is there a? It's one called alarm? the Ralph Nader chili. He likes it. <laughs> two alarms, real bland. Because <laughs> he likes to go like back with a full bowl. <laughs> Am I the only one who's picturing like Ralph Nader, like soup? Leave the pot. Oh, they you know come I mean? by with a pot of soup, and they're and he's like, "Leave it." Just like a bar, you know, like those in the movies where the bartender, like, they're like, "I'll take whiskey and leave the bottle." Oh yeah, yeah. Whiskey he's just like, "Leave it, leave the ladle and the and the thing." Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's the whole western. <laughs> where's the Where's the oyster crackers? Just leave the bottle. Where's Joe going? I gotta oh. get more. I can't put the coffee next to my computer because I don't trust myself. Gotcha, gotcha. And and that would be like the worst video, Tommy, of like, like just Bre- like before my video screen cuts out and they have to do the rest of the podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah. just like, hey, let's just make up what happened to Joe. And I'm like frantically texting Matt, like, don't be fucking making fun of me. I got to go to the club and get a fucking giant bag of rice. <laughs> I don't have enough rice. I'm freaking out. Or he's gonna spill it on his lap like that uh, that McDonald's lawsuit from the eighties. I'm texting. Oh, yeah. I'm texting Jalen because he knows the most about tech. All I have is Basmati. Does Basmati work with an iMac? <laughs> <laughs> They're not compatible, actually. You gotta rinse it first. Rinse the rice first. Oh no! Would quinoa work? <laughs> All I have is wild rice, and technically that's not <laughs> rice. It's too wild. <laughs> So when you're when you're working at Barnes and Noble, I have like we've had we've had other guests who've worked for Barnes and Noble as well on the pod, and uh, like uh, it was with with one of our who were they? Why 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 am I not why am I not the first? Um, (laughs) This is unacceptable. Shiloh Shiloh worked at a a Barnes and Noble, and she said at the Mall of America that there were people that would get horny in the horny book sections in the the hentai. Yeah, did that happen in your Barnes and Noble, or was it real classy in the Galleria? It wasn't hentai; it was magna. Magna. You just had had weird people. Like there would always be young kids going to look at the sex books, and uh, uh, but yeah, I don't remember people going horned up. I think some people tried to do it in the bathroom when I worked at Calhoun, or maybe this was a story that I was told once I transferred there. But the sink broke, so they just assumed that somebody was doing something weird on there. (laughs) We're looking at Madonna's sex book. Yep, and they probably were like, I need to use your rep. We had those restroom keys, too, at that store. I hated that, handing people a restroom. I was just like, ah, oh, I don't want to touch this. This is just, like, yeah. just leave the doors open. Let them just destroy it. Don't. I don't want to deal with any of this, but they had to oh, come yeah, up. Restroom. You had to look them in the eye, and you're going to go do some stuff in there. What are you going to do? That's gross. <laughs> That's you're gross. Go you should just, like, look them in the eye and start a timer. 
right? Because they got to bring them. Oh, oh my go. God. Yeah, just have like and one of the ones like... like in the dark room, like the really big timer. Like it's just like uh, on the <laughs> wall clock and it's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's right next to the hook where the keys for the bathroom are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you exactly. take the keys off, click the timer and you hand it to them. That would prevent a lot of sink breakage. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so Bookstore customers are cool, though. They're usually pretty chill. I only got yelled at a couple times, and I never cared. That's <laughs> <laughs> always the key. With I was about to ask, what was the biggest complaint you ever got working Why were for you Barnes & Noble? At? You're the, the nicest thing, people, people would, it was, as uh, towards the end of before I was leaving is when more like online stuff would happen and the prices would vary. So they'd be like, this is this on barnesandnoble.com and here it's, and I was like, I don't know, it's, you got to pay for the rent or something like, and then they'd get <laughs> mad. And I was like, yeah, it's confusing. They probably shouldn't have done that, but I don't even read. I don't know why I'm here. Like, I was just like, I just got to get this, got to get that money. Got to get this paper. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so they'd whine about that. And, uh, yeah, it was this classic retail, uh, boring job. I uh, I started. I used to always exceed standards in my review, and then they started. Uh, then they, I got like below standards the last year, and I, I was not. It was the uh, new things were not going well, so I demoted almost, myself from head cashier to bookseller and walked <laughs> away. You demoted yourself. That's a great. I did. That's a great outgoing move. Yeah. Well, my la- the when I transferred stores, it was pretty rad because my manager had used to work at a comedy club in Minneapolis. So she knew all about comedy. So she used to just work me Sunday, Mondays and Tuesdays. And then I'd go on the road. But eventually my wife, Megan was like, I never see you. You need to quit your bookstore job. And I was like, but what if, what if I don't get booked at comedy anymore? And she's like, you always get booked. But I was like, but I don't know. Cause it's always, you're only looking a couple months out. So then she made me, she finally made me leave. She was like, we don't need the hundred and, Eighty dollars you're bringing in per month. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, we'll get by. Megan was so right, bro. But yeah, she that was so right. I got... But she didn't take account yeah, all the, the, the customer decisions. discount that you got. You know what I mean? Like, baby, I get twenty percent off. It was a sick discount. You got thirty percent off, and then once a year you'd get forty percent off for the, like the employee appreciation weeks. Uh, and boy, if you steal, hundred percent off. If you stole, <laughs> it's such a good deal. No, I uh, I caught one thief one time. You're not supposed to engage with thieves, you know. Mm. That's what the policy. They want their nerdy booksellers to you know, have like a gaping stab wound in their bookstore. <laughs> it's <supposed> literally to, <laughs> not a good look. Yeah, it's they're the like, same oh, way these guys they... are too frail. We can't uh, can't have them fighting crime. <laughs> It's the oh. same way that uh, like the wildlife department tells you how to treat bears. Like you're <laughs> yeah, like, don't look them in the eye, uh, yeah. curl up in a ball, <laughs> exactly. run. But one guy was so blatant about it. I just followed him out and I was like, dude, cause he took like a bag and filled the, like we had little like uh, satchel bags that you could buy, man satchel bags or whatever, uh, book bags. And he grabbed one of those and he was like putting magazines in it. And he was so, I was like, this guy's gonna steal this and he just walked out and the alarm went off and i followed him and I, I was like dude just give me the bag he's like no i i need this and i was like what come on man just give me and he like took a fan fangora magazine or something out and he left the bag and then just took the magazine i was like i'm gonna call the cops and then he then he wandered off towards the street and i brought the bag in 
then my manager was like, you shouldn't have done that. And I was like, yeah, but it was cool, wasn't it? In front of that guy. That was I got like, yeah. Back. I was like, Charles yeah, Bronson. Chuck Norris. Did you just compare him to Death Wish? <laughs> yeah, I pulled out a fucking giant 357. Like, put the fucking bag down. Did you guys not hear that part of the story? <laughs> yeah. I threw bookmarks at him, like yeah, real sharp bookmarks. Just, I was like, "Stop it!" Please let me have this fan core magazine. At, I need this. At the time, Tommy had a really thick mustache, just real thick black mustache, just ready yep. to go. Exactly. You killed my gonna... family. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies got ridic- more ridiculous as they went on. By the way, like the first one actually kind of made sense, and then the rest of them were just him killing hippies. Dude, yeah, that was just that's more that's too much. Vent- he never let it go. It was like three or four movies where it was like, he sh- we get the first movie. They just killed your wife and your daughter. But then the, the other two, you're just like, whoa, you just need to see like a therapist. Whoa. There's three more. They, they made a Death Wish 4. Oh, that's right. They made a Death Wish 4. You three really need to see Three and four is just him killing old, like, it was like him killing punks in part three. It was gangs of punks with mohawks and every, was, and they were all multi-ethnical or multi-ethnic gangs. And mm-hmm. it's just Charles Bronson just indiscriminately with Murdering. a rocket launcher just killing these guys. Him and the police department could not do a wow. darn thing. Nope. Now that was Tommy. He's just killing punks. Yep. I got a caught a caught a guy who was probably on the spectrum. Got his bag too. They yep, I got the bag back. <laughs> no, I didn't get a pen. I, I probably got. I don't think. I mean. I think my manager was like, ah, oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that. They're like, look at that manual, Tommy. You're supposed you to do? curl up into a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't curl up in your appropriate ball. <laughs> you did not exceed standards. No. We, when people try to steal from us, Tommy, first you curl up in a bowl. If that doesn't work, you offer them soup. Right, exactly. I think uh, reviews are weird, aren't they, at jobs? When you got to review yourself, or you, and then yeah. like that once a year, and you're trying to battle for your two quarters or whatever you want. That was the worst. I, I always threatened uh, that I was gonna, like, in a way of being braggadocious and also like not caring about the job. I always threatened that I was gonna take over the company. Nice. I always <laughs> was like taking it down from the inside. You don't know that. <laughs> okay. But old move. Yeah, so, so like Tommy, I like his confidence. And Give him the raise. Taking over the company like n- nicely, not like uh, <laughs> what was that one movie where Brandon Fraser took over the radio station? Oh, Airheads. Oh, the Airheads. Airheads with Sandler. <laughs> yes. Yep. With like squirt guns. Steve Buscemi when he didn't quite look as creepy. They they, they there was gave a, him the long hair. They're the yeah. Lone Rangers. And there was a Baldwin in there. Was it? Yeah, there was one of the Baldwins. The weird one. The, the weird, yeah. The, yep. Isn't that all of them Billy. except for Alec? Billy Baldwin, right? Billy. Wasn't it? it was Billy or Steven. And... Yeah, maybe it's Steve Baldwin. I don't know. Well, Gonna have to watch that now again. <laughs> that We're just doing a whole movie list: the Death Wish movies. Yeah, have you watched heads. anything, Tommy? What have you been watching? Anything oh. fun? Uh, well, the latest stuff I I just watched two. Uh, like reality shows, there is uh, Blown Away, which is a glass blowing competition that I watched. Season okay. two just came out on Netflix. And then that led me to the Forge competition show where guys just make <laughs> knives and swords. <laughs> swords. Yeah. yeah. 
and they never lose. They're like, you didn't lose. Keep your head up high whenever they're like voted up. It's so weird. It is definitely. I was like, I was like, this show definitely got canceled after the Capitol got raided because all those guys were all those dudes. I was like, they were like, oh man, we have, we have no more contestants. All of our all of our knives builders got arrested. And the, yeah, they're all QAnon. So I was like, ooh, Netflix is probably upset about season three. They're like, we lost everybody. Funny story about that. Uh, I work with a guy who's like big into like Viking LARPing. Nice. And, okay. uh, and he does like, he makes like custom leather like wristbands and stuff and does like all the like runes and things yep. like that. So like he knows like lots of crafting guys. And uh, he was hanging out with one of his buddies like just after the Capitol thing happened. And he, he's like, my buddy just turned to me and saw the QAnon shaman and says, hey, I made that hat. No that way. Yes. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> That's crazy. Oh, shit. <laughs> he should be advertising on his website yeah. as seen Steel in the Capitol raid. Wow. <laughs> wow. Weird. It's, it's fucking wild, man. <laughs> Thank oh. you for bringing that up. <laughs> Those guys are cool. I want to forge in my backyard, I think. My neighbor's getting all mad when I'm just hammering steel. In like well, the wee hours. That's the great thing about yeah. having like a weird hobby like that is that like there's it's so old and outmoded. There's definitely like no HOA rules <laughs> no of forge. having a giant forge in your backyard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can build one anywhere. Section seven of the homeowners association, specifically uh, blacklist black black. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, right. easy. Blacksmith, blacksmithing. Okay. Your, yeah, watch your words there. And what, Smith? <laughs> uh, Matt signed what, what? an HOA where black, 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 blacksmithing wasn't allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Super blacksmithing. Yes, that's the uh, triple, triple, triple blacksmithing. And uh, dude, you know what? I, Tommy, will you, when you get the forge, will you tell me... Um, when you get a, a complaint from the city, from your neighbors, and I want to go to that city council meeting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like, if you want me to just, I can, I would love to come. I'll wear a suit and I'll, I'll have a briefcase. I'll sit next to you. I won't say anything. You can have like a dream team council. Nice. Uh, it's, you know, like it, you get an actual lawyer. I'll dress like a lawyer. So it looks like you have a count, like a dream team. Multiple lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're not fucking around. You're like, I'm keeping the forge. Yeah. I want, a forge. I'm protecting this village. There was a forge <laughs> on this exact spot, fucking 200 years ago. It's, it's already yeah, it's historical. For it. <laughs> historical forge. Listen, you're gonna be happy when those Vikings come and raid that. That we have weapons to fight them back with, you guys. Exactly. I wonder if they would just get mad about like the cosplayers and stuff coming in late at night to pick up their swords because everybody comes in costume. Yeah, it's like oh, they don't come in jeans and sweatshirts. There's horse poop everywhere. Everyone rode horses here. <laughs> I'm not uh, zoned for that. Yeah, Tommy, uh, there's there's horse and wagons double parked <laughs> on the street. Like, I, can you uh, please tell your fucking larping friends to please <laughs> use your driveway in the alley? Yes. The horses are eating my hedges. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy, you've been a touring comic for a while as well, as, as you mentioned. Yeah. 
So uh, something that we like also like to talk to our guests about is like uh, being on the opposite side of like, you know, being the customer in a, in a customer service relationship, whether it's like a, uh, being on the road, dealing with uh, different like truck stop waitresses or or having um, we've had a lot of co- comics talk about like uh, weird comedy condos and things that they've had to stay, stay at and things. So we we always love hearing about that sort of stuff, too. Yep. I uh, I don't know. It's weird being coming from customer service. I'm super, super aware of people that are in customer service. So I'm always extra nice. Like if ever, if I remember eating at a place and somebody sends me the wrong thing, I just eat it. I'm like, yep, this was, I'm supposed to, I'm going to, I don't even would never send anything back. You're right. This Uh, is actually what I wanted. Thank you. I didn't know. Yeah. I eat alone (laughs) a lot too on the road. So I never know where to look when I'm by myself eating, which is weird. Okay. You don't engage the waiter or waitress. You curl up in a ball. I do the ball. I, like, no, yeah. I just usually eye contact. look at my phone and eat. Because Joe, you're like a, like you're so you like meet people everywhere you go. I feel like when you go out, like yeah, you're just like I'm fun. Joe. Like what do you do? Blah blah. And I'm just like ah, I don't want to. They're like doing impressions of me. It's yeah, like, yeah. Stop moving your arms around. I By the end, the waiter's doing, doing a Coca Zello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't had too many like weird condo stories. I uh, in Kentucky, I stayed at one where the, that was the creepiest one I stayed at, where there was just like uh, the oven didn't work. It was all filled with like weird stuff, and there was no art on the wall. It's just depressing. Just uh, blank walls, non-functioning kitchenette. Yeah. Where was, was that? Was that uh, was that Louisville? Uh, yeah, it was uh, whatever. Like the it was the it's a it was a funny bone that's no longer there. Oh yeah, but there was, was a Louisville funny like bone, like Cincinnati and yeah. I think it maybe it was I don't know, but it was. Uh, I, I would never work at the Louisville funny bone. I would always work at the shitty B club called the Comedy Caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good club though. Uh, so, well, no, it, it it wasn't. It was a it was a good club owned by a shitty owner. That he like, and then he sold it to Hofstetter and oh, yeah. sort of turned it into a good club, right? Gotcha. Didn't they turn it into? Didn't Steve turn it into some like a? I think it was like a laughing some, skull. Or yeah, a, yeah, yeah, type thing. But yeah, I don't remember this one. I think it was more by Cincinnati. It was by it was like the, the funny bone, and then there was the go bananas because it's isn't, isn't it borders something. I don't, can't remember where like the states are right next to each other. Yeah, Cincinnati and Louisville are like sister cities. Hold on, let me check okay. on the map. Hold on. Okay, I'll look <laughs> at the map. map We've got <laughs> Indiana. Finally. We've got Kentucky here. We've got Indiana, Illinois, Missouri. Nice. Was it in Missouri? <laughs> no, we were talking Ohio. Yeah, yeah it was Cincinnati. On the oh, yeah, Kentucky, Ohio border here. Okay, got gotcha. Right, yep. Go. So uh, that makes sense. The, I feel like a, like a weather person. Let's go to the. Uh, go to the here? map. We got Cincinnati, and uh, and, and that, that's yeah. That Cincinnati's okay, the closest there. So it checks out. Checks out. That checks out. True yep. story, dude. That's it, and and they all mocked me for like, dude, why the fuck you got like a map on your stupid background? <laughs> it's like, dude, did you not see how fucking perfect that was? It worked out. It Came worked in out. Clutch. Now you are now. Stop questioning my backgrounds. You're like too many penis <laughs> paintings. Not enough penis paintings. Yeah, but to be fair, you're not pointing out like where the cock and balls are, uh, and in the episodes, like, oh, that's Florida, oh, Florida here, and then the uh, the balls would be right here. a little bit in the the, the Mississippi Delta. Yeah, that's the, in the Gulf of Mexico. See, I go Maine. Nice pronounce. <laughs> yeah, it's up. Yeah, that's the balls. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying that's where I would make the. Uh... 
A lot of people choose Florida, but I go this one, the main. Florida. That would make Massachusetts the balls. Yeah. <laughs> I think it works better. I'm with Tommy on this one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the vote is in. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're split. Jalen needs Jalen needs to be the deciding vote. Oh yeah, it's, you're you're Kamala Harris. I think you guys are both funny. You guys both win. <laughs> I'm just glad you guys are having a good time. I'm just glad like we're having a good time together. I vote every. Yeah, you're like the dude that hosted hosted the Forge. You were like everybody. There's no everybody losers. Wins. Everyone wins. Everybody wins. You, you keep, made a sword. Congratulations. Keep making swords. Yes. You did a great job at your sorting. Your halberts are on point. So as Megan said yes to the forge, you're like, I'll make you some cool like kitchen utensils. I'll make like a fucking dope hook in the bathroom for all your robes. Baby, I haven't even asked her about it. I Find just out something metal that she up. would love. See, it's better right. to ask for per- forgiveness than permission, Tommy. Yeah, you're like, I bought this done. forge so I can yeah. make this thing that you love out of metal. I did it. And I've been severely burned, so we need to go now. You need to take to the it off. <laughs> 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 I'm son. <laughs> you need to feed me now and i'm never showed this part on with this show. fork that i made <laughs> it's yeah. missing a prong exactly they're all sports you only need two true this is also true just two and then you got food in your mouth a little hard to eat soup with it though dude, no, so tell me when you that. get the forge because then i'm totally getting a horse yeah dude get a horse because yeah, dude with a forge is a horse owner's best friend. You're like, oh, because where do you, you don't you can't go to fucking a sports store to get where do you get shoes for a horse, bro? What store do you go to? There's no store at the mall that's like it's it's not like socks appeal for fucking. Oh, they, they have one of those up in here in St. Cloud. You go actually. to the Amish. Uh, they go to the oh, Amish. Yeah. Oh yeah, good call. I bet an Amish person has a forge for sale. Yeah, yeah. I bet we could go. You want it? Yeah, dude, I have a CRV. We could put the fucking back seats down. <laughs> we'll get you a forge. <laughs> I think if you're willing to give up all all aspects of modern life, you could go live with the Amish. I don't want to live with them. Let's go in the middle of the night, steal their forge. I just want to steal their technology. <laughs> <laughs> they never sell know their the stuff morning. all the time, though. You don't need to steal from it because they had to. For some reason, they interact with normal people all the time. Yeah, they, like, sell, they sell shit all the time. Yeah, tables and they're Amish making chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outdoor Butter. patio furniture. They, do do Amish have patios? Are they allowed to have patios? Yeah, it's as long as they build it themselves without using any kind of power or English technology. I mean, but there's all they kinds sure of like make... Amish communities. Like some of them even have refrigerators, and they use what? tractors. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like a it secret, is like right? Not a monolith. No, I mean they're they're all kind of all, all over the place as far as like what they're cool. Some of them have toilets. Some of them don't. Um, Whoa. We're yeah. going to have to be careful. We don't want the Amish to hear this episode. Imagine they that fucking Some of them might up. listen to podcasts about <laughs> awful service. Even. Where they have to learn. You're like 22 or 18 or however when you get to go out for the year. The Rumspringer? Yeah. Like it's, and, and you're not part of one of the toilet communities. They're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is inside? They don't so hear it. Ass with corn cobs. Here's an untapped comedy market. We learn that weird uh, uh, Danish dialect that they all speak, and then uh, start doing shows for the Amish. <laughs> Just that community that in, that accepts comedy shows and indoor toilets. <laughs> oh, the so liberal there's, Amish. No, there's no. There's no. That's what sucks is that they don't have a they don't have a PA of any kind. So you just have to yell your set the entire. Time. I'm good. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Closing out our barn raising ceremony is Joe Cocazello. Come Can on. You hear me in the back, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can your wives hear me? Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to raise your spirits just like you raised that barn. Yes. You should let Some... them wear cooler clothing. Have you heard of something called cleavage? <laughs> it's. And then Joe. Titties gets... are awesome. And they're like, yeah, they're giving me the giant hook. <laughs> get them off. Get them off. I've get him off. You know what? It's either Tommy's that or they just fucking love me. The They're like, oh my God, he taught us about titties. We're now a titty. We're now an indoor toilet pro comedy, pro titty community of the Amish. They're like carrying me out. You start doing uh, like uh, hack material. They gave me six horses and their finest woman. You you somehow, where you're, you're trying to get them over with like airport and flight material with the Amish. <laughs> Cogazello Amish Uprising of 2021. <laughs> oh, it's a comedy album raising. That's what I do. That because you have to record that. That's and then the picture has to be a bunch of Amish people raising the CD cover in a Ooh. field, right? It's like a giant then, mic on a stand. Or no, it's the CD cover, up. but it's a picture of. The, so it's a meta, so it just goes in oh, on yeah. itself. So on the CD cover, they're raising the CD cover. <laughs> yeah, they're raising the CD cover, and then that's the right. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be hard now. To I gotta do this now, Jalen. Is there a comedy loving indoor toilet? Is there a triple run Amish? we can do through Amish yeah. country? Triple. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, just in Western Pennsylvania or what? <laughs> I never did the triple run. Whoa! You escaped. Yeah, I triple did the Doug runs? and Dana. Doug and Dana was the longest, like the weirdest run I did of the the all the Dakotas. Wow, that's so great! So you never got chiggers? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was part of, and that was yeah, that was one club at the Montana run. Their hotel was just notorious. You come back and you're just like, oh gosh, bed bugs? <laughs> no, no, no. In chiggers. They're I don't a different, know. It's a different, okay. disgusting it's a different little animal. Burrowing parasite. That, yeah, that lives on your fucking body. Oh my god. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's oh my god. You know what? It's just like tribble, right? It's like it just like it burrows inside your body. It always takes something. It doesn't give you enough. And they're adorable. And yeah. <laughs> and you work with them for way longer than you need to. Actually, I wouldn't mind doing a triple run. If Tommy, you want to do one just for funsies? No. We can go wear those bubble suits so we don't get chiggers. No. We can actually stay at a nice hotel. We don't have to stay at wherever the fuck. <laughs> it was always the shittiest. We just drive to the town over and get a nice room. Town over. Nice. The town over tour town over to <laughs> yeah, yeah we ain't gonna sleep in your town <laughs> tour <laughs> perfect i'll set it up <laughs> well, well tommy uh we don't just uh exist on this podcast uh to talk about the stories from our jobs no um we also exist to battle uh the scourge that is known as karen's uh, but before we continue into our next segment uh tommy um, how would you describe a Karen? Uh, aren't there people that want to talk to the manager? Usually the manager of life <laughs> just constantly. 
You mean that's, God? That's what I assume. Yeah, they just need Our Lord to, Jesus Christ. They need to speak to an authority person to yell at somebody. Manager of my life and all other lives. <laughs> well, again, we, we're here to battle that scourge. Uh, and each and every week, we find different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook posts, Twitter posts. Sometimes they're handwritten notes. And it's a segment that we do each and every week called the Karen of the Week. This Ooh. is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This oh is Karen. God, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This is Karen. Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my I'm your boss. God, Each and every week, I test my bounds of friendship with fellow uh, contributor and voice of Karen of the week, uh, Rebecca Wilson, as she dramatically reenacts it. So here is Rebecca Wilson with this week's Karen of the week. This is some bullshit. Went to a bar after work to get a couple of drinks, eat and watch the rest of the game. Bartender gives me my tab, and I get hit with a fuck charge for ice in my whiskey. Really? What the fuck? Anybody else's place do this? This is some bullshit. Went to a bar after work to get a oh, couple. I just looped. <laughs> it's just that's why. <laughs> Although the way that that review is going, I I would just I, ex- I could have kept playing it. You guys would have been like, "Wow, he's really going on." No, wow, he's really on a tear there. Yeah. Um. Th- this this Went person to was, another bar. <laughs> Uh, they were complaining because uh, they were charged for their whiskey on the rocks. Um, anyone who knows and that's what it said on the the, the tab. Yep. Yeah. Like the rocks charge. Yes, uh, for uh, every place that does a, uh, if you order like a, a spirit on the rocks, you're going to get a, a heavier pour. Usually, is what that means. But this person who, who and has like they, they they just never understood that this is something to do. So they they were writing a complaint, uh, a Yelp review of a restaurant complaining about the fact they were charged for the rocks pour. This is a universal thing at in every restaurant. Yeah. Because you get an extra, usually you get an extra, like either half or 0. 0.75 bloop, ounce. Bloop. Yeah. Of the, uh, through, on the what? You get an extra what? 0. 0.5 or 75 ounce. I'm just ounce. trying to get you to say like really fine words that are just so close to the, because what we had, uh, you know, the forge <laughs> and then the super blacksmith. Like, yeah. it, just trying to, you're just trying to get me. You're just like, we, if we can just get Matt out of the show, it'll be much better. We just got to get canceled. <laughs> if he says quick. blacksmith, chiggers, and jiggers <laughs> all in one show, then it's just like it's the trifecta of super. <laughs> what did he say? Well, actually, yeah. When a lot of places, when you do it, you do the uh, so you, the main pour is the is the heavier pour of the jigger, and then uh, if you do rocks, you, they usually the get little, the, the smaller pour. The Asian side. <laughs> Oh, oh, but I'm problematic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you think she'll be okay, though? The woman that wrote the review? I mean, like, (laughs) what's going to happen to her? Prayers for Bill. Yeah, I feel bad for the husband in the situation. Whoever, like the daughter, that has to just listen to how dare they. Because now every restaurant, now she's going to look on her whiskey on the receipt and be like, well, these people. And don't charge me for the ice. 
You know what I mean? She's going to mm-hmm. be one of the, like, it's. Cause then like, would she have just wanted a whiskey, but she said whiskey with ice. So she didn't no, she even say want, like whiskey on the rocks. She know. wanted whiskey on the rocks. Cause that's how she ordered it. Yeah. And then, and then got it, mad and then got mad that they were charging for ice because ice it's America. And that is a free right as an, a, my, an American citizen as a flag waving eagle loving American citizen. Yeah. My ice is free. I've had this complaint as a bartender. I've had this complaint before and had to like break it down for these people. Like, yes, but you're getting more booze. These are the same people who would who, like they if they're getting a mixed drink, they'll be like, uh, you know, a little less, a uh, little less ice in that, a little more mix, you know. And they they're like they're a little less ice oh, because God. they think they're going to get more booze in the drink, but not be charged. Yeah, you're essentially asking me for a double. I'm going to charge you for a double. <laughs> yeah. Unless I like at, you, and then I'll charge you for a single sometimes on every one of your third ones. Every third I never, double. I've never looked at a receipt when I'm drinking. Like, usually right. the next day, I'm like, whoa, I did a good job. Wow. I have no, I don't remember most of those. Like, I don't, I've never been like, no, let me check this. Like, yep, there's my Zimas. And so, okay. one, two, three. You know, yeah, you never looked at the receipt just to make sure, like, okay, whoop, boop, boop, boo, all my Zimas are there. Oh man, I just tip as as good as I can and get out of there. That's God now that's you. yeah, you gotta watch out because not every waiter or waitress is honest. You that's know, they're great, some, they they, they know sneak it by me. They win. Yeah. They win. They, they, when like, they know you're not looking at the <laughs> at a receipt when you're like, Dad, no receipt. They're like, all right, staring next time he at comes his phone in. The whole time we gave him we he ordered a burger, we gave him tilapia. He's just whatever. He's he never made eye contact guy once. Ever. And he, he never says anything when I double charge him on Zimas. <laughs> he ordered a Sprite. We gave him Zima. Yes. Oh, those Perkins. Now they against. gave him a Sprite. They charged him for Zima. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that's why they tasted better. He doesn't look. It isn't just. He just doesn't look at the receipt. <laughs> People oh, like to at Barnes and Noble. Not to bring it back to Barnes. They would that's always. Okay. The big thing one job that or would like be stereotypical. Karens would be uh, people trying to return stuff without receipts too. Mm-hmm. That was weird. It's always weird because sometimes you'd get a Karen that's a customer, that then you'd get a Karen that's like a person that works there that's just like takes it so serious. Like I'm just like, let's all just come on. Why are we now? Are you making it worse for each other? Because you're in this weird battle of like just just take the thing. Who cares? We got we got books all over. They want to bring it back. They don't have the receipt. Just figure it out. But we'll probably sell it like, for a bookstore. Everyone likes their their rules. Like if somebody's yelling at me about the the poured the rock thing i'd be like ah here you go here's, here's like five whiskeys i don't care i don't care about that like i don't i hate confrontation i was like you get yeah whatever you want you win so i'm probably not gonna help in the battle of the karens because i get a bunch of they want. I love like, you watching win. from a third person perspective like just you're not involved on either side but you just watch it from the side it's, yeah i just i just like if i was at barnes and noble i would just pick up the nearest book next to me and just pretend that i was reading just i would love like, ma'am, this is a library book. Why are you trying to return this to Barnes and Noble? <laughs> yeah. You just you've got the book. You're doing this, Matt, like where you've got the book, but you're like you're peeking over the top the whole time, mm-hmm. just watching <laughs> yep. like watching the it's mm, you just drill okay. eye holes into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sir, you can't do that. And you're like, this now is what I want to do. And I'm like, that, fine. Sir. You can drill holes into books. I don't care anymore. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> Tommy's so non-confrontational. You're like, you don't even have to buy it. I don't even care. It's 
Yep. I'll just market his clearance and put it somewhere else. As long as you don't try to steal a bag, I'm happy. Yeah. The one time I tried to do anything, I didn't get an award. I wanted to. I was hoping they'd write me up in the, their little newspaper and be like the hero <laughs> that saved Barnes and Noble. Keys to the city. We were gonna go under, and then Tommy got that bag back, and you we're saved still going the under. Company. Mr. <laughs> Noble came and thanked you directly. Yep. Oh, my great. Gave you a pin. Yeah, you didn't get a, get a pin. Nope. Just ridiculous. Uh, oh, do you still have those pins? You can, when you get that forge, you can make them, put them in a sword or some shit. What's happening? Oh, no, that's our next segment we're getting ready for. Um, uh, sometimes, sometimes when we're not ready and, and we, we surprise the guests, we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Oh, why did it fail? Uh, Tommy, each and every week we have a segment where we look at different restaurant chains, uh, we look at different menu items, promotions, and we ask ourselves, why do you think that didn't work out? Uh, we've been on a McPizza kick for the last uh, the last few weeks. Are you, are you familiar with the McPizza? No. Um, so McDonald's in the late 80s and early 90s really pushed to have their own pizza. Like they were trying to compete with Domino's and Pizza Hut, who were taking a huge substantial amount away of their pizza. Uh, their their profits so they're just like you know what we're gonna do we 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 perfected burgers and nuggets and fish sandwiches so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna bring pizza but th this failed spectacularly they made franchisees uh, have to buy uh spend tons of money on equipment and bigger if you've ever been to older mcdonald's that have the giant windows it was because they were putting pizzas through the big windows they had to pay for like extra work on their stores and then a few years later they just completely got rid of it um the commercials for the mcpizza so far we found some very bizarre ones and this one is it uh jalen you're gonna want to skip about six seconds into this because it's a uh, the guy's a youtuber but it's oh, a great commercial say, this is such a racy commercial we can't even show it when mankind anxiously waits to hear one simple thing, time truly stands still. What in the hell? Oh, I thought that was like the big thing. No, it was just so silent. It was all visual. <laughs> Fucking pizzas. Well, you guys reacted like the audio was working. Um, okay, here we go. So the segment's called "Why Didn't It Work?" Like why this segment's not working? Yeah, yeah why the segment doesn't work? When mankind anxiously waits to hear one simple thing, I was thing. literally about to ask you some more soup questions. Stand so still. I have soup questions. <laughs> well, we got that fixed. Michael, your pizza's ready. That's ready. Oh, finally, the waiting is over. Introducing McDonald's pizza, freshly made and baked in revolutionary ovens in under five minutes. For traditional taste without the wait, try new McDonald's pizza. The waiting is over. So what are you waiting for? I'm going on pizza. Hey, look at this pizza. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You should never do that to a, a box with pizza in it. Yeah, that talking is, over it is ruined. <laughs> he was doing a shucking jive with the fucking pizza box. I love that it starts like that Apple commercial that was talking, that was trying to mimic 1984. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, hey, wait, go back, go back, go back to the clock. That should be the clock for the bathroom. And, and yeah, this person is a cuckoo? Is, is that... Are they the cuckoo like coming cuckoo out clock. of the clock? But they're a human being with a thunderbolt and what does it say? Thunder boy? I think it's thunder but pizza. It's a girl. Well, like it's an authoritarian regime feeding people pizza? Thunder, thunder crust. Thunder crust. It, is it thunder no. crust? Whoa. <laughs> 
I just you can't call girls that anymore, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. She kind of looks like a character out of the Hunger Games. Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, I get that. I can see. I, I never saw the Hunger Games, but I could I could totally see that. <laughs> I've seen the trailers. What, what is that? I don't Why? understand that. Well, yeah, the dance sideways shake pizza. He's like rubbing <laughs> that he has pizza, McDonald's pizza you in everybody else's pizza. face. He's like, hey, look at this pizza. I'm going like, to go get pizza from a real pizza place <laughs> later. You fucking get out of there. We're trying to watch a clock. This is how we're going to hand you your pizza through our windows that aren't the right size. So you're going to get slidey pizza. And is that what they thought the world was in the future? Was like people just go to the theater and watch a, an ant, like a clock move? Right? Was that not what it was? Was it a theater full of people and they were just watching this clock move, right? I think McDonald's is just trying to imply that oh, why would you have to wait for pizza? Like ours has this magic oven that can have it done in five I, minutes. It's not magic. It's just revolutionary. That does not look right. That look, just looks like a regular fuck of pizza oven. That does not look with a McDonald's yeah. logo on the front. Does that it look revolutionary to you? It might be a convection. Oven. Did anybody have it? Did anybody try it? I never had it. Uh, no. I, yeah, <laughs> my parents, never my parents had more respect for us growing yeah. up. We actually went to restaurants. My parents are still together, so we didn't eat McPizza. It's <laughs> 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 definitely the divorce, divorce dad. Oh, I wasn't adopted, or my parents aren't divorced, so I've never had that. Uh, we, had, we went to sit down Pizza Hut like a real family. Yeah, we had waiters. Have you seen that not not a or used to be a Pizza Hut meme where they take pictures of places that were Pizza Hut? They're different now. They're clearly they still have the red roof and the yeah yeah. I started one that's just called Still a Pizza Hut. And I just take pictures <laughs> of Pizza Hut. I guess like, one's still Pizza Hut. Check it out. Ah, oh, well, so good. If you find those in the wild, those are pretty great though. Like the, usually small towns still have the old school red roof Pizza Huts, where the with the sit down probably still has the same Miss Pac Man game from like thirty years ago. Yes, I swear. The jukebox, man. I was on a comedy run. I cannot remember for the light. I'm trying to remember where it is. If you were looking at my screen. For the last 15 seconds, I just had a quizzical look on my face of trying to figure out where. But they had turned an old Pizza Hut into a car, like a drive-through car wash. And I was like, what the flying? Really? <laughs> really? I'm just confused on how uh, how does that <laughs> I don't I can't remember. It still had the roof. They just like cut a hole. They just like made two just holes in the thing. Just in the, the, like, yeah, like, just in the just... middle. <laughs> Clearly a car had crashed into it. And it like, they're like, now this is a car wash. Like, my, uh, <laughs> my divorced parents used to drop me and my brother off at a pizza hut, uh, a defunct burnt down pizza hut off the interstate. And the other divorced kids would also meet there and meet their respective parents. Wait, when wait, it was wait, still, wait. before it was defunct, right? They no. didn't just leave you in a parking just lot? a burnt down. In an old burnt down. They, so, so I don't know if you guys, Joe, your parents weren't divorced, but mine were. But Sorry, Joe. It's a common thing. Well, just is how it is. Uh, it's a common but you had double thing Christmas, where, right? Where, when they're both poor, sure. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> you just get twice as many socks and underwear? I get twice as many things that cost $20 or less. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we would meet at a pizza hut and like other divorced families would meet at other broken families would meet at a pizza hut, uh, on the outskirts of town. But I did just find, uh, this like used to be a pizza hut meme that Tommy was talking about. And it's so, it's so real that they all look like pizza huts. Wow. 
I don't know who this weird... guy is that's singing. Now it'll always be a Pizza Hut. Always be a Pizza Hut. I don't care what you're trying to sell me. It will always be a Pizza Hut. Always be a Pizza Hut. It still looks like a Pizza Hut. Still looks like a Pizza Hut. It used to be a Pizza Hut. Used to be a Pizza Hut. It'll always be a Pizza Hut. Always be a Pizza Hut. You can put a bunch of you can put as many awnings on a pizza hut as you want. It's still a pizza hut. If they put an awning on a pizza hut, it's like a hat on a hat. I think that is technically like a veil on a hat. Okay, Jalen, can you turn the the sound off because I can't. I can't take it. This guy says. Welcome, Fisher. I believe my hometown still has. A good old-fashioned brick-and-mortar pizza hut. You guys have a pizza hut. That's impressive. Next time I'm back there, I'll, I'll come back with a full report. Yeah. Nice. Now, uh, now that's a, yeah. So that's, uh, so are the pizza hut buffets, like, completely done? That's a now a done thing? Well, buffets are a done thing in general. Right? They're completely done. We're done with them, right? I saw a functioning buffet in the wild recently. Whoa. Mm. Yeah. It was a Carboni's. Like somebody recently? called a mayor. I thought, yeah, like this last week. Like you could go and get it, or they people would still have to go up for you. No, you thought, can go and get it. Whoa. They have uh, like you have to the like all the tables are social distanced. Everyone was having masks, and they had disposable gloves for you to put on as you went. Oh, okay. Went through the line. Get the fuck. Other ones, you have to just order what you want at the buffet, and then it's and they run and grab it for you. Like I would <laughs> like ice cream. Yeah, I would like yeah. this plate. I'm just going to throw everything away that's on this plate, but go get it for me. But I'm not going to eat anything. <laughs> I want little shrimps, 17 of them. <laughs> yeah, the pop tarts. Put the pop tarts under the shrimp. <laughs> so weird to order buffet food. Lots of really mashed didn't. potatoes. Yeah, you just yeah. order like weird because you get weird shit all together. You're like, all right, so what I do is, and everybody's different. So do they have yeah. to actually go and get your, all right, what I do is I put a salad in the middle. Yep. And then uh, mashed potatoes, and then uh, uh, macaroni and cheese. It looks like a Simon. Like remember one of those things <laughs> from the eighties where it's like. Dee, 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 dee. And, and this is this is key. Put Thousand Island dressing over on all. everything. <laughs> For dessert, I need that soft serve ice cream, but I need you to stick a cookie in there and a donut in there. I need you to fit brownies in there. You gotta balance it. You gotta balance it good. I want a layer of caramel, a layer of ice cream, a layer of caramel, a layer of ice cream, and a layer yeah. of sprinkles in between. I'm so hungry now. Dude, that has to be the worst job. Working at a buffet was already not tops. Yeah, you weren't great. top of the of the waiter food chain. No. When you were working at a buffet as a as a waiter or waitress. And now it's even worse. Bus boy. Yes, you were just technically taking things away, bringing more soda and yep. and the check. Yep, you're tipping for those that beverages and that small talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got the, I see you put cottage cheese on your on your salad. That's uh that's a move. Yeah. Still have waiting you ever, for your dad, huh? I don't think he's coming today. <laughs> have you ever gone to like a... <laughs> Is that at the Pizza Hut buffet? We'll bring yeah. you a second plate, but you know we got to charge you for it, Jalen. <laughs> Sorry, the I think you're the only person thing about the Pizza home. Hut buffet was they had their dessert pizza on their buffet, but you couldn't, you can't just order 
the dessert pizza from Pizza Hut. Yeah, it was only I a, never uh, found that menu. Yeah, it was a it was a buffet specific item. Yeah, crazy. You just had to know somebody. <laughs> Domino's, you can order the just the the cookies, the chocolate chip like platter kind of, the like brownies. Yeah, they try but, to like they yeah, try there to make that more sound, dessert pizzas, right? But they try to make that sound like oh, it's just Toll House. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the same thing you can get at the grocery store for like two bucks for like the tube. They just baked it for you can and you charge you like five bucks a, more. Tommy, do you know? Uh, can you make pizza in a forge? Oh, dude. I mean, you, like could, but you can you cook so fast. It's like a California pizza kitchen, right? It's like it a, would be Neapolitan it's pizza. Like a 42 second pizza. There'd be like little bits of metal in there. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> what, are you still making? You're still making swords while the pizza's baking? You can't even take like a five-minute breather? I just feel like there'd be like extra metal from other things that would like fall into it. Because you'd be like, oh man, I did this project. I mean, I guess if you clean out your, you got a pizza you're forge. Gonna, you're not going to forge a, a fucking forge, pizza stone? Forge, forge. Should I, should we put a pizza oven, uh, like what are those uh, clay ovens or whatever you get? Yeah. But that goes on top of your forge. Yeah. Like an attachment. You take it off. <laughs> I just want everything that you can put in a backyard in a backyard. So I'll do that. <laughs> No, what we're going to do is we're going to buy an old Pizza Hut and then we're going to put, put a forge in the old Pizza Hut. Oh, shit. Yes. That's a great way to burn a Pizza Hut down. We make your silverware before you get your food. You, you, oh, you can forge the pans for the pan pizza? Yeah. It's oh, one of your old pizza pans. It's Kids have their birthday parties there. Operation. Yeah. Yeah. Just let the hey kids, kids grab come, all use the, the hot. come learn how to use the forge. <laughs> Everyone leaves with their own knife that they made at the yeah, party. Yeah, these kids are. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be great. We only lost the three kids. We only lost Some... three kids in the last birthday party. You guys, that's the a most new record. Dangerous birthday parties. Yeah, what does your restaurant have? A ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. We'll call you a derogatory word because it's okay because it's 1991. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but they it still still has that old Miss Pac-Man game too like that's still key we still have to have the tabletop one was that exactly a yeah the old tabletop ones like was where like it was like a table huts? yeah it was like yeah it was like it was like a two-person like thing but you could eat pizza at the at the arcade oh thing. no I remember the one where you sit down and they would yeah, yeah. look at each other but the yeah the contr- but it was a plexiglass top yep. so you can eat pizza on top of it mm-hmm. that was I don't really, know I, I, I didn't realize that uh that the Pizza Hut's had a lot of those because now because you see a lot of those out there because I'm I look at uh, like I don't own my own home yet but I've been uh, I've been watching a lot of Silver Spoons and so like I want to do a living room arcade because I'm a bachelor and I don't have like you'd have Tom you might have to put it in your comic book room you can't just do a a, a, a Silver Spoons and put like a little train Locking that goes through front door that goes through yeah a little train that goes through your living room and into the kitchen oh that'd be rad. I got a pinball machine at the house. You do? Yeah. Dude, when when we get all vaccinated, we'll just play some pinball. Yes. It's see, I don't own a home, so I can't have that. But now that I know that that some of that most of those little Pac-Man, the the flat ones were at Pizza Huts, there's gonna be all the fucking joysticks are all greasy. (laughs) Fucking grease and all the cheese and the little I gotta brag a little bit about my local. Uh, hometown Pizza Hut. We had Galaga and Rampage. Oh, oh, oh cool. As a flat one? Yeah. No, no, it wasn't a flat one. Stand up cabinets. But I mean, Whoa. we had Rampage at mine. That's pretty dope, dude. You're still a lucky kid. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Still, it's still there? That, well, no, that was the north one. That one's gone. But oh, the that... south one, 
is still there, but I don't know. I, I'd have to check to make sure if it's still the good old fashioned sit down Pizza Hut. Because uh, if 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 they have the, if they got the rampage in the Galaga, do you, you ever watched you ever watch like security camera videos of of like uh, not smart people trying to steal uh, ATM machines, like dragging <laughs> them out of uh, yeah. <laughs> out of the store, like breaking the window. They always like chain it up to their truck and then they just yank it down the block. I, can we do a gentler version of that if they still have those? Like, you get the rampage. Yeah, we'll just. <laughs> They rampaged through and they took rampaged. the rampage arcade machine. That's a ha- that's a hack writer's dream. I have a question for my wife. She wants to know how long the podcast is. It six hours? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right so this is a morning zoo type of. Yeah, we're gonna. This is only hour. We've only been on for a little over an hour, so uh, you strap in. Nice. Don't worry, we take a we take some bathroom breaks for the commercials. Don't worry. So that's it, yeah. oh yeah, we have so much. Jalen will count this down. Nice. What does your wife want you to do? Uh, hopefully, make something cool out of metal, right? She's like, get the forge. She's yeah, pro forge. she's heard about the forge, and then uh, she, heard, she, she heard Joe talking about silver spoons, and she said that sounds really good. You can make that in a forge. Yeah, <laughs> make that make that in a forge. And Tommy's like, no, it means I get to have a little train and a bunch of arcade machines in the living room. And a race car bed. Oh, race Dude, car Tommy, bed. I have been thinking about when you came to visit me when I lived in Brooklyn. And I'm trying to get my story straight because I'm like, and then we were talking before and I didn't, I thought you came with us when we went and saw Spider-Man turn off the dark. No, you placed me into that story because that was when I, I was pl- there for the, the Standard Records Festival. But yeah. I was the only one that didn't do any drugs so uh, they would there's a bunch of shows and then i would and then 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 there was the other guys and it was uh but you stayed with me right and then and was that when i was living in the railroad apartment with the crazy with the crazy roommate lady that was no that was the first time i ever came because i was doing my first last comic standing audition so like i went that, out there that's what it was got, got booted off i sat next to paul hooper and then you were just like my it was my first time in new york so you're like my new york tour guide and it was the best ever because we met that girl that just had come back from like India or something. Yeah. And we were on a roof all of a sudden because Joe talks to everybody. And it was like literally, it was Wait, like, I took he you to a bodega to get sandwiches. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, what's like, We met that girl, girl in the bodega because she was. Like, was... roof in Brooklyn. And then we just looked out on it. And I was like, is this what it's like out here? This is insane. But I was like, it's only like this with Joe. Like you have to be with Joe. And then I like would go dog walking with you. Like you were, it was, I was always excited. Cause yeah, a bunch of those guys got out of other places. I was like, I want to stay with Joe. And that's when you were like living with like five other dudes or something in the, there was one place where you had a big whole bunch of people lived in. Oh, there. the loft. That was McKibben. Yeah. That, that was, was like a, the last time. Okay. Yeah. That was super fun. Yeah. That was, that was I great. melded the two stories together. And no. like, and it's he forged the two stories yeah. together, you know. Oh. But I, I hung out like, like, like yeah, you were the Gus and Gabe and Dan. I think all went to the, the Spider Man thing. Dude, how can you not? Pre-game. I like, I'm very surprised, Tommy. Like, you should have made one exception one time and put a bunch of fucking drugs in your face and and went to Spider Man turn off the dark. Offered it because I think like Gus and them are just like, oh, he does doesn't dude because i don't know i don't know like i've done stuff but i was like you know I, yeah i can't I don't like dork that. Uh, the only thing that you missed is spider-man like flying around above the audience 
That was oh, pretty man. cool. And we had I better bet. seats than the Wayne's brothers. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Like that was pretty chill. We were like, yo, Damon, who you guys know? <laughs> you guys need a better agent, bro. That's a Broadway show too, where you're definitely like, ah, someone's gonna get hurt. Like, they did. Not, oh, yeah, yeah like, the guy died. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. No. no yeah. No. Uh, did not, he die? Not, not that night, but I there's, that there was was like a, that's where they shut it like, down. Someone got ready. really, really yeah. injured or died, I believe. Well, no, they they were on their sixth Spider-Man because <laughs> five of them got injured. It was like yeah. the most dangerous thing. You're literally attached to a fucking thing, and you're flying around the. There's photos <laughs> somewhere on the on the Facebook of like. Cause they somehow sent it to everybody, dude. I, yeah, we had, we'd eaten so much Molly. It was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> we had to kick, dude. It was like, it was like a Mets game though. We had to kick like this little, these two Spanish kids out of our seat. And we're like, dude, get your fuck, you get, show us your tickets, bro. What dude, time did our, you guys get there though? Had it already How did you started? get better seats than the Wayne's brothers? Get the fuck out of here. Like it's. They snuck down from the upper deck. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did. Like, I'm going to get Mom this Coca-Cola. We're like five rows back. All right. Well, this is this has been fun, Tommy, but uh, I think it's time we 86 the podcast. But before we do, uh, we have one last segment that we like to do, uh, and it's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's where you, Tommy Ryman, you get to review the podcast. Uh, we prefer out of a five-star metric. Uh, you can do the podcast as a whole, or you can do us individually. Uh, I could do, I'll do the podcast as a whole. All right. For a Yelp review, uh, it was uh, fantastic. I would give it at least two and a half bowls of soup, Ralph Nader soup. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was interesting. It covered a lot of topics. Uh, Joe didn't remember all the stories correctly uh, in his brain, but <laughs> it, my brain just mashed a couple of them together. Yeah, like it. It was. Well, I mean, we've known each other for fifteen years, so it gets all blended. And uh, no, it was this wonderful. is the longest your hair's ever been. A lot of hats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of hats. A lot of hats. <laughs> so hats. many hats. It's five out of five hats. Five out of five hats. <laughs> <laughs> would would go again. Would recommend. I think that's what I'm supposed to There you to go. Say. I've never seen Ralph Nader in a hat. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't think uh, you're the hat, guy, a hat or guy. Soup guy. Yeah, I bet oh, you yeah, can find you can't a be both. There's a Venn diagram. Those two circles don't intersect. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is an Amish community that loves soup and hats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's my other website. If I can plug it, soupandhats.com. Sure. Uh, check We're my totally tour gonna... schedule. It's all triple runs all the time with <laughs> The itchiest uh, through... comedians in the Midwest. <laughs> hey guys. Through 2023. It's going to be good. Uh, so, Tommy, how do people follow you? Uh, all on the social medias. It's at Tommy Ryman on the Twitter and the Instagram. TommyRyman.com is my website. And I do have shows coming up, some Zoom, uh, some live socially distanced ones that have Zoom tickets available in Detroit Lakes coming up in February 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got to go to Florida at the end of February because that's a lawless, insane uh, uh, state. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll make it back. But the fun part of Florida? Where are you going in Florida? Fort Myers. But I usually oh, nice. would so go there doing, every spring so hold on, to do shows and then the, go watch the spring training. But I can't uh, – I don't know what's going to happen this time. So, oh. But, yeah, that's so what – no Pensacola. You're staying away from Pensacola? We're just doing yeah. Fort Myers? Okay. I get, yeah, Fort Myers surrounding area. 
or it'll all get canceled because this is a crazy year. <laughs> but this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Oh, of course. Uh, well, if, if Tommy doesn't go buy it, we're, uh, it would be uh, ralphnaderlovesoup.com. Okay. Uh, if, uh, if he does, then uh, uh, it's just uh, tinytaxidermy.com would be the website. Uh, you could find my random art. And then uh, Instagram, uh, pictures of me and Momo. Uh, I have found... Tommy, do you dress your animals in... Uh, I've, been getting, I've been getting Momo uh, just baby clothes because you can get baby clothes cheaper than you can dog clothes. That's smart. Uh, we are with the traditional like dog costumes, but we have so many. We haven't bought a lot of new outfits. It's uh, like I found recently, uh, I found a, uh, a children's sombrero. Yeah. And, nice. uh, and a, a baby coonskin camp. Oh. So yeah, it's, uh, it's like babies that rocket. hate Indians, uh, Native Americans, I assume. <laughs> oh. And uh, what baby needs a sombrero? They could barely hold their heads upright. <laughs> now you put the this big round hat on them. Well, it's obviously for the toddler hat dance. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. you're you're reenacting the Alamo. <laughs> Davy Crockett died at the Alamo, and you got the sombrero. He did? got everything. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Tommy hasn't seen the movie. It's <laughs> what? <laughs> don't, don't tell him what happens to Jim Bowie. No, <laughs> no. Uh so yeah, that's uh, photographizing on Instagram. Photograph I Z I N G. Uh, Joe Cocazello. Uh, Google it. I dare to spell it right. <laughs> I want to. I want to see your your Cocazello uh, impression. Let's get back to that. I, I think everybody's got one. Let's do it. Uh, Nate, how do people follow you? Uh, you can find me at Nathan Smezard on Facebook and Twitter, and N Smezard on Instagram. Jalen. Uh, you can follow me on linktree.com slash Jalen Pena. Got all my links. Oh, you didn't there. change that to Orc Samurai at Linktree? Uh, yeah, you can. I'll, yeah, I'll put my character sheet up too. Yeah, I need <laughs> to see that because yeah. uh, you really have to make up for your dis- dexterity losses as, as playing as an orc and trying to be a samurai. Yeah, it is a thing. Well, I use strength, I, I'm a strength based uh, okay. samurai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, do you got any? Uh, you got a, Jay, you got a show coming up, right? Uh, I do have a show. Thank you for saying that out loud for me. Um, I have a show with uh, our friend Rebecca and with Andy, and February tenth at eight p.m. Central Standard Time. It is a VR show. You can watch it on a flat screen, or you can watch it on a VR headset, um, and join the fabulous world of making burgers and throwing them at people in like a small digital venue. And, and is your avatar going to be a samurai orc? Oh yeah. What you I'll gonna dress be? up gonna as go a samurai. I'll do that for sure. Fair enough. Uh, you can follow me. I'm uh, Matt Doima on uh, Instagram and Facebook on Twitter. I am at chubby waiter because I believe in truth and advertising. Um, Every Wednesday, I host this little open mic in St. Cloud, Minnesota at the Keller Bar uh, at the Red Carpet. Uh, sign up is from 7 to 8, and the show is from 8 to 10. Uh, so we socially distance because it's an open mic, and that's just what we do anyway. Uh, so it's fun. Come on down. Uh, get some laughs. We have $4 craft beer pitchers, so that's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you should follow the podcast across all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter. Uh, Tommy, again, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This was a blast. 
Thanks for having me. This is super fun. And uh, as always, uh, don't steal bags from Barnes and Noble. Don't do it. Yet. Well, no, you totally can because no one. It's literally the rules to curl up in a. Tommy was the one that was the badass. Yeah, I'm gone now. And so he's I gone. He's retired. For all. <laughs> so, so do steal bags do from steal Barnes bags. and Noble. Well, don't. But you, I mean, if yeah, you're don't. Going to, <laughs> don't be a good you human. can, I guess. Maybe not. There might be a new guy that's a bag stopper. Fair enough. <laughs> and, and have a good night. <laughs>